This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Music. Horror. See something really scary? You bet. Music, horror, art, politics, and overall badassery. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio for real on Society 13 Networks. Hey, hey, folks! Thanks for being so on. Um, well, we're on the set today of a well, I want to say a slasher gangster flick called Pit Viper. And um, well, I hope you enjoyed the interviews. It, it's uh, It was definitely a cool experience. I love being on the set of these films and um, very professional as far as the characters involved. I'm just saying these people, it was like a 20 to 26 people um, crew. And boy, did it look good. It looks really fun. Uh, check out Pit Viper, and my buddies are coming up here very soon. Um, Ian Arabal, which you'll meet, the director. Um, but I do have to make this announcement real quick for you filmmakers out there or musicians. If you're into bizarre puppets, satirical comedy, and general kookiness. Kookiness. Kookiness? That's a word. Check out Bukoop Esku TV on YouTube. If you like what you see, and if you are interested in creating a video, contact bukoop.esku at gmail.com. How does that sound? I think it sounds good. And if you like what you see, you can check it out right now. Demon Eye, go on YouTube and watch the video promo for my comic book. If you like what you see there, Erica will work with you. And contact me. All right. Take care. God bless. Or not. Hey, welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. We're here on location at someone else's bar. Having a, having a blast today, I think. I'm here with Ian Altabaugh. 
Uh, yeah, Altenbaugh. Altenbaugh. Director, and uh, you may want to explain what's going on around us. Well, um, we're on day two of our production for Pit Viper. Uh, Pit Viper is a... Right now it is a short film that um, is going to be adapted into a series that we're going to try and have shown somewhere. I'm not sure where yet, but... Uh, Go for the Hollywood Theater. Yeah. Oh, well, I'd like to have it... Uh, oh, of course, bigger than that, but that's like, a great debut. Oh, yeah. No, I'd like to have it distributed um, like on Netflix, uh, TV. Uh, I'd like to develop it into a series. Sort of like... would like. I'd like to uh, create a show that is to Pittsburgh what uh, Sons of Anarchy is to San Francisco nice. uh, what Fargo is to Minneapolis um, what The Wire is to Baltimore uh, Breaking Bad to Albuquerque something that's uniquely uh, Pittsburgh um, but has a broad appeal like you know not just America but all over the world and um, I, I think we have that in this story it is a gangster film um, it's a crime thriller. Uh, I would say... Lots of violence? A little bit. A little bit. I, uh, I'm known for my violence in my movies, and so this is actually, uh, rather subdued for me. Um, <laughs> All right. The, the project that we did for the 48-hour film, uh, this past June, for, or July, for example, had, uh, rebar flying through somebody's head. Um, a lot of my listeners are into that 48 film. Yeah, man. So you, what was the one you did for that? Uh, it was called uh, The Three Chocolatiers, A uh, Cotton Tale of Revenge. Uh, it was about the Easter Bunny uh, going rogue, and uh, the Three Chocolatiers had to uh, go stop her. Uh, the Easter Bunny was a she in this. And uh, we uh, had stunt people uh, come in from all over the world, uh, all over the country, uh, people from North Carolina, Atlanta, um, one of our leads, Erica Keck, uh, works for Marvel, the Traveling Marvel show, nice. Black Widow. Very nice. Um, so we had incredible, incredibly talented people, and uh, basically we shot a six and a half minute long fight scene for the 48 hour. All right, that's impressive. My audience will freaking love that. So, I, I, well, again, here we are at someone else's. What shots are we doing here today? Because I've seen some really cool acting today. Um, I missed some of the stunts. We got kicked out for that, but... Um, what, what scenes are we shooting here? Can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, you didn't miss the stunts. We haven't got to them yet. Oh, good. They're going to be the last one thing that we do. Ha, ha, ha. Mainly because uh, there's going to be a little bit of blood involved, and uh, whenever you're shooting, you do the blood last because otherwise you have to send them into makeup to have it removed right. and reapplied. And, and uh, don't get it on the wing sauce. Obviously. And uh, my uh, my makeup artist just won't appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> But it also will allow us to uh, excuse a lot of the other people, because so, uh, it'll be a different shot. Yeah, more space. Yeah. Um, but uh, right now we're uh, kind of shooting. A, it's a really important scene in the movie. Um, basically, the story is about a guy who, uh, while scrapping for uh, metal, he uh, stumbles upon a crime scene in, in a kind of remote uh, location in an abandoned uh, house. And instead of calling the authorities like any good person, upstanding citizen would, he. Uh, just decides to steal a piece of jewelry off of one of the dead bodies at the crime scene. Um, what he didn't realize, however, was the dead body was uh, a biker, uh, member of a biker gang uh, called the Pit Vipers, and the ring he stole has their insignia on it. And so he inadvertently implicates himself in uh, murder and theft and mayhem. a whole bunch of other things, <laughs> lots of mayhem. And so as a result... 
uh, he's uh, he's in a little bit of trouble. And uh, this story is about all the trouble he gets into and how he gets out of, out of it, and if he gets out of it, for that matter. If, the big if. And uh, we, we, we feel like it's going to be a great setup for a series. Uh, from what I've seen so far, yeah, very professional. What, like, yeah, like 26 people here, or 20? G- give or take, I would say between uh, around 20. That's yeah, your normal count for a great crew. Um, I was a little nervous, and I have to say this. Elsa, I love you. You're here somewhere. We're supposed to have her here. She was giving you directives on what a guy would do at a bar and what they wouldn't do. I understand, but I cringed. I'm like, oh, God, he's going to kill her. <laughs> you don't tell a director in the moment what to do. But she had – she, does, she had, there's no hold bar with, yeah. that, with, this, with this woman. So did you respect what she had to say? Or should I have taken her running away like, <laughs> really quick? <laughs> No, um, you actually, take with something she said, I was like, yeah. "Oh boy!" Actually, what she had to uh, say was really helpful. Um, it was about um, whenever uh, somebody's taking a shot and they want another one, they either tap on the table or they push the shot glass yes. forward. And um, you know, uh, filmmaking is all about motion, and it's a uh, it's a language of uh, motion and movement and pictures. And so, anything that we can do to add uh, more motion. And uh, you know, energy to the shot are the better. And if it adds a sense of realism and it makes it a more convincing uh, take, then so you're open. I'm to, all for you're it. open to that. Um, Those directives from the outside sources. Yeah. That's now, cool that you are. Now that said, but she did have another piece of advice about uh, tattoos, and I didn't take that advice. <laughs> yeah, you got. It. I mean, you wrote the thing. You did write this. Yes. This is yeah. Your, okay. Yeah. So you also are the executive producer. Okay. Wow. You got a lot of work on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many? All right. Is there a big death toll in this thing, or do you hold back on who dies and who doesn't? I. There's two ways to look at that. Yeah. There's the you know RoboCop the high death toll rate back in the day, or you sub you know you pull back on the deaths and make them more valuable. Deaths. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, my previous uh, projects, I, I hate to compare myself to other filmmakers because like. Wow. For one, they're like so much better than I am, you know, at least at this point in my career professionally. Um, I'd like to, uh, but I would say um, I used to take kind of a Tarantino approach to uh, characters, very flippant about whether they live or die. Um, Important. I, I would sometimes just uh, create characters just to kill them in new and creative ways that were fun. Um, now that said, uh, <clears throat> for this project, I decided to uh, do something a little bit more subdued, like I was saying before. Yeah. And uh, so we're taking more of like approach uh, that the Coen Brothers have used in their movies, or uh, Martin Scorsese. Um, there's a level of violence to it. Um, people die, but it's more about the implication, more about the threat of violence. Um, about it's, the character. It's more character driven. Um, like. I would say the majority of my projects up to this point have been very high concept. You can pitch it in a sentence, and that basically summarizes the entire movie. Uh, this is a much more low concept in that uh, I can give you a one-sentence pitch, and it will it'll yeah, do it. encapsulate it, but at the same time, there's so much more to that. Oh, I intend to talk more, but still, yeah, hit, hit us up. Um, yeah, so uh, Pit Viper is about uh, a man named Parker who uh, stumbles upon a crime scene and accidentally implicates himself in a murder. Uh but it's about so much more than that. It's about his uh, girl, his ex-girlfriend that he lives with. There's a background thing um, happening. At least I saw that in one scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His uh, ex-girlfriend, who he still lives with and fights with, uh, 
his best friend who just got out of jail, um, who blames him for putting him in jail. Um, and there is a member of the Pit Vipers who is uh, looking for the person who uh, committed the murder, which in this scene, Parker uh, finds out that this person exists and that uh, he realizes that he is in imminent danger. So what are we about to see here? I, I, I mean, we're, again, we're in the middle of the shoot. This is our lunch break at 3.30-ish. Um, and Elsa let me cook for the crew. I'm so sorry, guys. But it turned out all right. Yeah, it's good. Uh, <laughs> so what are we about to see here? What's this next scene we're going to shoot, and can we talk about it? Yeah, so um, we're, getting, we're getting a little bit of coverage. Uh, up until this point, we grabbed uh, a lot of the close-ups and uh, medium shots and just kind of the talking part of the shoot, the dialogue. And now that we have all the dialogue, we're going to grab um, we're going to grab a couple wide wider shots to sort of establish everything that we're doing, and we're also going to uh, shoot a fight scene. Very cool, very cool. I've been told we have five minutes here. Real quick, um, soundtrack. What's it going to sound like? I don't know yet. I don't even know if we're going to even have a soundtrack. Oh, even okay. What does that mean? <laughs> um, well, I was watching uh, No Country for Old Men ah. uh, actually just several days yeah, before, yeah, yeah. and and I've seen the movie a million times. Uh, I'm not even. I don't even know if I'm exaggerating about that. Uh, but there's no music in that entire film. I, you know, now that you say that, yeah, it's very effective. Yeah, very effective. And um, there are a lot, a lot of westerns that I've watched. Uh, they're either very music heavy, like the Sergio Leone ones, or they're very, very sparse with their music. Um, Lucio Fulci, but they, he does more horror movies. But he did westerns. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying it, folks. Exactly, and. Um, Breaking Bad was another show that really didn't have any music. Absolutely, there was no right. score. You're right. Uh, there, there was, was some live. Music. There was some music, popular music, yeah. incorporated. There's diegetic music as well uh, within the scene. Every once in a while, they'd have some music during a montage, which we might do as well. But uh, in terms of score, I uh, I have a great sound person, and I'm really interested in kind of exploring the sound design. Cool. Well, I appreciate this. I mean, K- Kettle Whistle Radio is all about music, horror movies, subcultures, you name it, comic books. So um, do you have a favorite band out there or some kind of music genre that we could play for you? Uh, well, I love Nine Inch Nails. Mm, I, uh, I wish I could play them. Trent uh, hasn't given me the okay on that. <laughs> I've got some close. I uh, I love blues rock. I love psychedelic rock. Um, that I got. All right. Um, I like anything that, you know, you can play and kick back and uh, enjoy yourself with. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Again, Ian, thank you so much. The movie is? It is Pit Viper, and keep uh, an eye out for it. And how do we find you guys on Facebook or anywhere else? Uh, there we will begin a... Twitter. Twitter's a big one. We are going to begin a crowdfunding campaign, uh, actually in a day or two. So you're going to be able to find us there. Uh, we're going to have a presence on Facebook. And uh, I have a Twitter handle, at uh, Ian Altenball. Um, so, you know, definitely give me a follow, or you're going to have all sorts of updates. We're going to have trailers. We're going to have all sorts of cool stuff. That's awesome, man. I'd like to talk to you more, but I, I'm, you're being taken away from yeah. me. So. No, all gotta, right, and now we're going to go shoot a movie. That's right. He's about to go shoot a really cool scene that you guys aren't going to see for a while. Ha, 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 but I will. Sorry. All right. Thanks, folks. Thank you.
with Kettle Whistle Radio. With, I believe, the sound guy. Yes, that is correct. Wearing a Soundgarden shirt, my favorite shirt that I purchased at that show that we were both at. Fantastic show. Yeah, and we didn't know each other then. We no, know we did not. Now. It was a long day. And, well, let's talk about how the hell did you get involved with this? Well, I've worked with Ian and Joe for uh, a couple years. I got uh, in touch with them through some mutual friends, and we've been working on a lot of local projects here in town ever since. Okay. And... What other projects did you do prior to this that got their attention? Um, I had worked on a couple small films, uh, some horror stuff, and some. See, uh, I'm talking our projects. game right now. Horror. That's what we do here. <laughs> yeah, there there was um, there was a handful of projects. I'm not sure exactly which specific one it was, but I, I do know for a fact that we had some mutual friends that um, had referred me to them and said that I was good at what I do. Okay. Um, any names in particular? Because I, you know, uh, Carrie Collins, and and uh, people of that nature. Uh, All right. So, what was the challenge today? We're sitting here, still on location in the bar. It's a little stuff. Hey, Elsa, it's a little stuffy in here. I'm just saying. Yeah, she stares me down. But um, what are the challenges being a sound guy in a place like this? We got the roads right outside. The windows were open. I mean, the door was open. Typically, the challenges w- w- would include them. It's all right. It's cool. Um, it's cool. I, I'll take care of it. It was in the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, typically, the challenges would be revolved ar- around uh, the standard things, like such as traffic, trains, um, <laughs> anything, and air conditioners. Uh, you know, refrigerators humming. It is a bar. Things like that. But also, you, you have a, a crew of twenty-five or plus people uh, running around, lighting a scene, directing, blocking. All those things, and, and everybody kind of needs to work in tandem, so they stay out of each other's way. And you guys so. were very professional today. I saw a lot of stuff happening here all at once. It was kind of like, wow. And you finish, you wrap, you do it lit what six scenes maybe. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. In in the t- what, 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 we were here for what six hours, seven hours. Yeah, around about That's that. Good. Yeah. That's good. I've seen a twelve-hour shift get three scenes. Yeah. So. Um, Ian in particular aims for uh, not more than six pages a day. Five to six, which is pretty um, pr- pretty mellow shoot. Uh, we only did technically one scene today because we knew it had a lot of setups. Okay. Um, and we did f- like four or five yesterday, but they were all very small, easy little things. Nice. Uh, well, so I was it was impressed. by design, yeah. And and the the, cr- the multitude of people on this crew, we've all worked together on multiple occasions, and oh, we really? all work very fluidly. Oh, so yeah. you guys have been together before? Oh yeah, That's many of us. Yes, Joe, Ian, myself. Got the impression um, you were all like really comfortable together and yeah. listened. There was no like fighting amongst each other. Or no. That's cool. That's Joe, cool. Ian, and myself had spent three weeks in in Ohio on a feature together. We roomed in the same motel. And, so yeah, uh, do you stick in the Pittsburgh area? Typically, you, yes. Okay, all right. So for the most part. Now, where do you guys progress from this today at someone else's bar? Yes, Elsa, I'm plugging you once again. From here, what's the next? Where do you guys go? I'm not sure what the next location actually is. I did not get the call sheet. Ah, <laughs> they're, they're keeping you in the closet too. Yeah, I don't. I don't know until Are the, the sound guy's the last to know. Sometimes, yes. Ah, boo, boo that. Yeah. All right. So, how many do you work by yourself? As a sound Normally, guy. yes, but I did have a, a boom up today. I saw that. Okay. And, well, I mean, without that, are you, well, I'm sure you're capable. But what are the challenges when you're outside doing a film? Because I've, I've been in films where it's outside. It's like, how the hell do they drown out all that outside noise 
Like, what do you do? Well, for one, having the wireless labs on does isolate them a little bit from the background. Uh, the overhead mic obviously will pick up a little more of that, but you can use a little bit of noise reduction in, in post. Uh, the key is to get the dialogue to be louder than the background sound. But there's, you know, if a car horn beeps, an alarm goes off, a siren, airplanes, trains, uh, sometimes all at once. Yeah, we had it all today in uh, Elsa's phone. But, um, all right, so what got you into this? Do you want to eventually write, direct... No, <laughs> I do not want to write. You want no direct. part of that. No, I, I want no part of that. Well um, I actually wanted to make records, and I found an apprenticeship program in Pittsburgh, and I trained musician. With a, uh, yes, and I trained with a really wonderful engineer who has a home studio, and I did that for a while. And he used to live in L.A. for about thirteen years or so, and he did they a lot of say that. he did a lot of films. I know, and he had taught me. Um, to do, he he needed help with post production sound, and I had helped him with that. And I was really into it, and cool. I had asked, inquired of him, teaching me how to do location sound. And so, was, are you a musician? You have bands. Um, I am a musician. Play? I played in bands like through high school and stuff. I have some buddies we get together and jam once in a while. I played bass for over twenty years. Bass is my favorite instrument, as you all know. Um, this is the place. This is where we play. Guys on the ground floor, garage mm-hmm. bands. I mean, we play Main Street. Uh, of course, we play Main Street stuff, but. If you have something you want us to hear, do you? I mean, do you? Um, uh, we just pretty much play coverage just for fun. So, do you have recordings, MP3s? We actually do not. Uh, We've not recorded anything. All right, sound guy with a sound garden shirt. Well, because of the schedule, <laughs> honestly, we really don't rehearse much more than once a month. It's really just for funsies. Well, how do we find you? Do you have a Twitter? Um, I don't have a Twitter. I am on Facebook. Unfortunately, I don't have any cards. Uh, my website is currently under construction, <laughs> but it is—it's uh, Chris Bell at Facebook, and you. But you can also find me on IMDb. I'm Chris Bell, um, number thirty-nine. Nice. A- and um, you can see the work that I've done. There's um, there's over sixty credits on there, uh, relating nice. all to sound or. Sound effects, editing, post-production sound, voiceover, Foley, and, and what have you. No, I could probably use your help with this show someday, I'm sure. I appreciate your time, man. Oh, absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for man. having Thanks me. Thanks for talking. And, uh, again, this film, when is this supposed to come out? Pit- I'm not sure. We're still talking Pit Viper. Pit Viper, yeah. I'm not sure. Um, oh, once it goes through Picture editing, time. Picture time. Yeah, we're taking a picture right now. I'm going to keep talking because I can multitask. Yes, we can. And then uh, once <laughs> it goes through ed- the editing process, then I will actually get a hold of it to do the post-production sound. Fantastic. And uh, this is Elsa right here. I guess we're going to bring her in, huh? Probably. Are you, are you taking a picture of my microphone? Mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. <laughs> oh, she loves me. <laughs> we're going somewhere else right now. Well, all right. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely, sir. brother. Thanks for yeah. talking. Thank we'll you. We'll get you back on again sometime. Oh, I hope so. Come on, sister. Bring it on over. Hi, you know David. The reason that, yeah, hello. Hello. So, Did you tell me he has a We Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. All right. Iced tea. Don't, yeah, don't touch Still it. Still on. Still on. Yes, so that was a cool sound guy. That dude is a nice. He's awesome. Fantastic. Great guy. Metalhead, too. This was a All great right. set. This yeah, well, awesome set. Here we are with, well, Miss Elsa Franzman, the owner of Name Someone Year, Else's Bar, Castle which, Shannon. If you haven't been here, you're crazy. And we shot on location today, or they shot on location. We, we just got shot on location. Yeah, we just got shot. We are, yeah, quite inebriated right now. No, are ah, we? No, we're not. We're not? Okay, we're we not. We saw a few hours to go. That's true. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the drinks were flying, the wings were great. Yes. 
And, um, well, so how the heck did you get involved with this crew? Well, um, I did a movie back in March because a customer knew me and knew um, the, the people that wanted to do a movie here. So in March we had three shoots. And a couple weeks ago, the girl from that previous shoot texted me and said, Hey, it's Nikki. Do you remember me? I'm like, yes. Uh, would you like to move on your place again on Labor Day weekend? I said, great, I'm closed. So they came here to film their movie this weekend, today. Nikki, Nikki is a great Nikki's human Nikki's adorable. Being. She's awesome. I know. She's yeah. supposed to be on here. She's being very oh, she's shy so right now. Nikki! <laughs> yes, Queen Nikki. Yeah, but she's awesome. She's awesome. <laughs> so that's how it happened. Nikki! And so you got this crazy gangster flick being filmed in your bar. Yeah, crazy you know, gangster flick, yes. We're trying to flag down the Nikki. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, plug her out so you got yeah, here, man. Yeah, so, um, anyway, come to someone else's bar, Willow Avenue. Um, oh, here's Tom with my steak hoagie. Thank you. Yeah, somebody's serving um, sandwiches. We are very family-friendly, very fun, open Tuesday through Saturday. It's a good time. Yes. And here's little Miss Nikki. Miss Nikki. Our favorite little Production girl. assistant. Assistant First director. director. First yes. assistant director. She's coming on right now. Nikki, state your full name. You all right, Nikki Moriello. <laughs> it's a rough seat. All right. Thank you. Nikki Moriello. Nikki Moriello. Yes. All right. So first assistant director. director. Yeah. <laughs> did you bring this all together today? I mean, how did this happen? Or how did you meet Ian? How did, um, Ian was the director of the first independent shoot that I was ever on. Um, the first seriously run independent shoot and um, I've worked on a lot of projects with him since and he has a great team we all kind of work well together and everything, ru everything runs pretty smoothly with this crew which is kind of rare in indies so. I've been on a lot of productions especially indies and this was the smoothest I've ever seen and I, I made the mistake of saying you guys shot six scenes today but it was one scene but what six different I mean explain it was, um, there was a lot going on in this scene. It's about a two-page scene, um, and there's just uh, probably around three different situations going yeah. on at one time, so that's probably why, probably why it felt like three different or six different six. areas. Because, <laughs> you know, you got to do the three different areas and then the reverses, so that's about six. Um, and the setups take a little bit of time. But Ian's very relaxed and very cool. So and your timing was spot on. Yeah, yeah. All right, we really stayed, were. We stayed on schedule. That was good. Um, yeah, it's not always like that. <laughs> so this with this crew, it's a lot easier. So that's what I come to find. Yeah. So what's next? Where do you guys go from here? We have this is our second day of shooting, and we have two days. Yeah, and we and we have two days left, so it's a four day shoot. Um, everyone's like dedicating our their Memorial Day weekend to us, which is really nice. Um, a couple people took off work, so that's really really great that we have such a dedicated crew, and everyone has been amazing. From the top all the way down to the bottom. Every PA, the director, you know, DP, Joe, he's great. Everyone is on, so on point. I have to ask you, because they won't answer, how violent is this film? Um, what did Ian say? <laughs> no one would answer that. Okay. Um, it's not, like, people die, but it's a little bit ambiguous. There's not a lot of gore. Right. Um, compared to a lot of Ian's other stuff is a pretty tame uh, and some of Joe's stuff like we've definitely blown brains out before oh, and okay. yeah and that's not happening it happened to me here. twice just saying <laughs> yeah um, it's it's mildly violent but not out of hand 
All right, cool, cool. And well, who do you think this movie is going to affect mostly? Are you thinking not Walking Dead fans, but maybe gangster fans or fans of action films? I hate to be right, you don't want ambiguous. To. Okay. No, no, but it's probably somewhere in the middle. Cool. Like probably people who appreciate a little bit of noir and a little bit of ambiguity and a little bit of like a not so kosher story but also a not so straightforward situation uh, i look forward to the finished project thanks yeah. thank you so much thank you fantastic all right nikki thank you so much thank you pleasure meeting you all right absolutely i'm not afraid of the dark but you should be there are things that well here in the dark things best left to see with the initial smoke cleared from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new Truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www. .fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Still here? Okay. Let's play a game. <laughs>
been a very long day. But anyone that knows, if you're on a film shoot, it's going to take anywhere from 8 to 20 hours to maybe get three scenes if you're lucky. Now I'm here with Adam. Introduce yourself. Uh, I am Adam Shaheen. I am one of the producers for the film Pit Viper. And very professional shoot. I had your friends on here, great time. And Ian was the first guy that came on too. But uh, now they're all worried about being quiet up there. <laughs> Enough, we need the ambiance. Again, it's a bar. Someone else's bar. Yeah, anyway. A great, great place, honestly. Like, seriously, thank you uh, for everything. Uh, someone else's bar. They did a heck of a job, like, and uh, definitely helped us and our crew out a lot. We really appreciate all the help they gave us. I made the wing. <laughs> I'm just saying. You missed, uh, yeah. At this point, at this point in time, I mean, you missed a, a, the, like the fifth shot of Jack in, in like an hour, and you ran outside just in time. Oh so, really? Oh wow! Uh, I missed a shot, of Jack. Uh, it's yours if you want it. Oh, I'm gonna uh, probably take. Yeah, yeah, I might actually take uh, <laughs> take on that a, one. It's been a very rough afternoon. <laughs> but all right. So how did you get involved with this project? Um. Okay. Well. Um, trying to keep it professional. It goes. It goes back a while actually. Uh, me. I've uh, I've known Ian. Um. For about, uh, I think seven years now, seven, five, seven years. Long um, to yeah, know no, we've uh, we, well. yeah we yeah. met each other uh, in film school. Uh, we went to Pittsburgh Filmmakers together, um, and uh, we became really good friends. We both love the same kind of movies, a lot of you know gory stuff. We just talk about like uh, movies uh, by David Cronenberg. Uh, oh shit! Stuff, yeah, stuff like that. Oh, see Carver, now you're talking like, my game. Yeah, like those kind of things, like you know, Video Drone and The Brood. Yeah, all the those kind of stuff. They're yeah. supposed to be remaking that. Are you what serious? Do you, what do you think about that? I don't know. That shouldn't be touched. I know. No, no. Anything Cronenberg made should never be touched. He's a special filmmaker, um, like one of a kind. He, there's, there's certain movies that I don't think should ever be remade. Right. Like, uh, Jaws. <laughs> oh my goodness. So that yeah, please don't. No, no. It's like Robocop. I don't think Robocop should ever be remade. Uh, did anybody see that film? The I, remake? I enjoyed. I enjoyed the remake. Really? I, I don't. I don't no. hate it. It, it. It was harmless. It was harmless. I stayed away from it. I just. I don't know. It's, it was. It was. It was popcorn fun. Popcorn fun. So now you, your involvement with this film. Okay. Um. I'm one of the producers. Um, Once again, Pit Viper. Folks. Yeah. Is um, and uh, basically, you know, I, I'm trying to, to think how to describe this film. Um. Without actually really giving away the plot or anything like that, um, you'll be maybe, the first. Maybe, you'll be the first today. Think, uh, say, like, think hill, uh, hillbilly version of Fargo. Very cool. Something like that. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, we're all the best friends. Like, you know, um, like you know, like I said, Ian and I have known each other for years, and we met Joe about uh, two years ago. Um, we were doing a movie called Transients, and. Um, Transients, uh, for anyone uh, who's interested, it's available um, actually on YouTube to watch on uh, Ian Altenbaugh's YouTube channel. Um, Ian Altenbaugh, that is spelled I-A-N-A-L-T-B-A-U-G-H. Are there Twitters for that? Um, there is a, there's no, I don't think there's a Twitter, um, there may, I don't think there's a Twitter for it. There is a Facebook page for Transients, um, and uh, it is um, a, it's a dark comedy film noir. Uh, and uh, definitely check it out. It's um, but it's the first uh, film we ever worked on. Uh, we've done a lot since then. Uh, we ended up working on a uh, film uh, called uh, Reckless, uh, which was a uh, proof of concept short for a feature we're currently working on as well. Um, are there links to some of these films so people can go uh, see them? Yeah, there is a link uh, for Transients. Like I said, it is available on you know on Baza YouTube uh, channel. 
Um, and Reckless? And uh, Reckless, unfortunately, no. Um, like I said, that um, we're currently working on the feature for that. Um, and I can't give away too much about that. Uh, cool. No, that's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Good, good, but, yeah, good no, we, no, but we've... Uh, We've we've definitely done a lot. We got a lot more planned. Um, and I mean, you know, th these guys are great guys. I mean, Ian and Joe are uh, um, the best of friends I could ever ask for. You know, I love making movies with them, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way, really. So, what is next as far as the next location and the shoot? Um, for tomorrow, we are going to be. We have actually two locations we will be shooting at a greenhouse. In, uh, a little spoiler, maybe that's a little bit. Uh, I can't give away too much of the plot, man. That's I can't I can't well, do that. Tease them with like, something. Uh, violence, gore. Oh, always. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can't have a come on. You gotta have the good stuff. Of course. Uh, I mean, everybody, everybody wants to see uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. You know. And yes, <laughs> especially on we this all, we all, network. We all that. Exactly. Yes. Um. But yeah, we have that, and then uh. We have a second location afterwards. We're shooting at a house uh, down in Coriopolis. Um, but uh, we, this crew is just great. Um, they've done a great they job. Really are. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I want to give honestly um, shout out and kudos to um, my first AD, Nikki Mariello. Um, she is fantastic. She really is. Honestly, I mean, brought her on on this one, and I was spot I, on. Really timing. happy. No, she's fantastic. I, I love I love having her on set. She's a great person to work with. Yeah, it's, it's one of those people you turn around like you have confidence when you have to leave the room, like, oh, she's got this. Oh, yeah, no. I got that. And it's a stressful. I used to, I've, I've done uh, first AD work. Um, I was first AD for um, both Transients and Reckless. Um, and it is it is a very stressful position. Um, you, you know, you're put, you're put in charge of a lot. She's telling us to shut up the whole time, or we're making noise outside. Oh yeah, no, and you know it's it's in a nice way. Oh yeah, no, and it's hard, and sometimes you just but you do that, and you gotta keep control, and there's a hey, car going off outside. Hey, hey, what's, hey up? what's up, man? <laughs> yeah, we're right by the uh, side of the road here, so I, I mean, that's again, you have to deal with things like that, the, the trolley, oh, the trains, the cars, the automobiles. Oh yeah, and, no, yeah. it's it's a pain. I mean, well, that's why we I mean usually have. Um, a lot of times you have production assistants and stuff like that, and I mean they'll do what they, we call lockups, and what they'll do is they'll basically stand around and just like listen for noises and stuff like that, um, and just like you know inform us like you know what's like what's that sound and stuff like that. Right, right, and then that works out. I mean, this was a very enclosed environment here at someone else's bar. There we go, Elsa, once again. Um, what made you guys pick this location? Was it just a perfect scene? I, I, I saw it just, the scene. It just fit. But... It just fit. Like everything, honestly, we. We came in and we fell in love with it. We, um, you know, we were trying to find a bar, um, and um, actually, Nikki, uh, I mentioned this, like, you know, hey, we, uh, we met, um, hey, what about someone else's bar? So we came down here and we saw it and we were just like, yeah, this is it. Cool. You know, and Elsa, did, like, helped us out. She's an amazing person. Like, yes, she's she got is. a great place here. I love it. Um, literally, like, I, I'm honestly speechless. Like, it's like one of the coolest parts I've ever been to, actually. I agree. I agree. <laughs> and I, I'm from New York, and I must agree. Oh, really? The food is freaking amazing. Oh, my God. Here no, the, All right. She's getting too much right No, those now. one. No, the, the, the wings, the sandwiches, like, I honestly had some of those off the road. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you haven't had anything until you had the deep fried quesadillas. Oh, Fantastic. Oh, the yeah. Mexican Come on. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, she makes them her own way. No, it's definitely. And then, honestly, I, I love the areas. I love uh, the Castle Shannon. Oh. And
Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Electric Acid.